Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of the Bounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible, Leading with Influence and Impact as an Introverted Woman. And this is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. Now, this episode is a bit different because today I'm just paying a tribute to Queen Elizabeth, who died yesterday here in the UK. Um, We reached the end of an era yesterday with the passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth, and it was sad to hear the news, and, and now her family and people all over the world are mourning this loss. And even though I never met her, and I'm not particularly a raving fan of the royal family, I felt a deep sense of loss on hearing the news. And perhaps this was because of my dad insisting that the whole family watch the Queen's speech on Christmas Day when I was a child growing up. Or perhaps it was because she was a woman who was so gracious and devoted to her role and fully committed to it. She was the longest reigning monarch that this country has ever seen, reigning for just over 70 years. And it was only a few short months ago that we celebrated her her um, jubilee, her 70th um, year jubilee, her platinum jubilee. She has welcomed 15 prime ministers into the role, um, including the most recent one, Liz Truss, which she did just two days before she died. And it was inevitable, given her age and her recent health issues, that this day would come. But it is emotional nonetheless. And for many, she signifies something constant and solid. Um, Having reigned for 70 years, she's all I've ever known. And uh, many people just see her as someone who has always been there. And she was a woman grounded in her Christian faith and totally dedicated to her role as queen with a strong sense of duty and service. And yes, and there are a lot of people are going on about the the brutality and the atrocities that the royal family have committed in the past with colonialism, with the um, slave trade. Um, and yes, that should be addressed um, because it has led to many of the divides and power and wealth imbalances that we see in the world today. But whether you are a royalist or you are an anti-monarchist or you're somewhere in between, she was a mother, a grandmother and a great-grandmother who was loved and she will be missed not only by her family but by people all over the world. And many people are grieving right now. And if you see the the news or the um, videos of the amount of people that have congregated down at Buckingham Palace, just to pay their respects, it kind of reminds me of when Princess Diana died in 1997. And these people are mourning. People genuinely feel that sense of loss, that grief, because she's 
touched their lives in so many ways. And when it comes to to grief and having to, to deal with the loss of a loved one, it's something that we all have to experience at some time or another. Um, but it's how we deal with it and how we process it that will determine how we get through it. And each and every one of us will process grief differently. And I'm not a grief expert, but, you know, I have had my experience of grief. Um, in the past few years, I've lost two very close friends. One was just two years ago who had been one of my best friends for almost 30 years who who unfortunately passed from cancer um so it's a case of for me it was a case of finding a way to deal with that grief um and someone who is a christian i have a strong faith um and it, that is something that i have drawn heavily on in times of grief and my friend who passed two years ago, she became a, a Christian while she was very ill. Um, and then I and I draw comfort in that, knowing that she had that faith at the end. And she said that she felt at peace as a result as well. And so if you're going through grief or some sort of adversity, it can be very challenging to know how to, to to cope how to deal with it um and it's something that we don't always talk a lot about we don't talk a lot about death because it can be so seem so fearful death is a topic that many fear many of us people fear and don't like to talk about but not talking about it only contributes to us fearing it so much it's that fear of the unknown, not knowing what's going to happen, not what knowing what's around the corner, because we like to be in control of our circumstances. And death is something which is beyond our control, but it's something that will come to all of us. And making the things that we fear more familiar helps us to feel less fearful about them. Um, and when my friend was told that she only had a few months left she said to me that she was scared and I couldn't tell her don't worry you'll be okay because I didn't know that she was going to be okay well the prognosis was that she wasn't and oftentimes when people are going through a situation uh where there's that uncertainty we do say oh don't worry it's going to be okay even though we don't know that it's going to be okay and that was a situation with my friend um I couldn't say to her don't worry you'll be okay because the reality was that she was going to die but what I did was I asked her if she wanted to talk about the things that she was fearful of and I told her that getting her fears out into the open and putting them into perspective looking at how they could be addressed might help make it more make it less scary and so that is what we did and we went through them one by one and and that kind of helped her because uh her main concern was her son um and by sort of talking about what would happen with him or what the options were it gave her some 
sense of, well, she knew he was going to be okay. And I believe that getting our fears out into the open is the first step in um, that we take in overcoming them. And talking about your fears with someone that you trust can help you to gain a perspective on your situation. But how can we take the fear out of death? And we can do this by accepting that it's a natural part of the life cycle and talking about it more openly. We expect to live a long life and die at a very old age, but the reality of life is that things happen that are beyond our control. And it's okay to be fearful about bad things happening, but if we worry and stress about the things which are outside of our control, we only make things worse for ourselves and those around us. So acknowledge how you feel and allow yourself time to grieve over what it is that you are going through. And it might not be death that you're going through. It might be something else that you're grieving. It might be uh, a loss that you're of something else that you're grieving because we do feel a sense of loss when other things happen to us, whether it's losing a job, whether it's breaking up in a relationship. I remember, was it earlier on this year? Yes, it was earlier on this year. I'd gone, I'd, I'd, I'd been given some money for Christmas and I went shopping and I treated myself to some really nice earrings. Uh, I think there was three pairs of really nice earrings that I treated myself to. And then as I was shopping, silly me, I didn't put them in in my bag. I had them in the, the bag that I'd got from the shop. And then I had other, which is only a little tiny bag. And I had other bags with me. And as I was walking around, I went into the opticians. I was tried on a pair of glasses. And I must, I don't know where I did that bag, but it was once I got to my car, to go home I realized I didn't have the bag with the earrings in and so I tried to retrace my steps to, and I couldn't find them I went back to the opticians searched through the opticians couldn't find them I don't know where I left them I went back to um another shop that I'd been in but I didn't find them and I felt a big sense of loss over those earrings um even though I'd never actually worn them but they were ones that I'd wanted for quite some time. And and that just really made me think about loss and how we experience a sense of loss. And I'm not saying that that sense of loss over the earrings was anywhere on, um, on par with losing my, my best friend. But it was a loss nevertheless. And so the point I'm trying to make is that we experience different types of a loss and acknowledging how you feel and and allowing yourself time to grieve your loss and what it is that you are going through. And you might need professional support by way of counselling. And if that's the case, make sure you find someone from a trusted source. And, and so if things are beyond your control and you can't change them, Coming to terms with your new normal will enable you to, to enjoy yourself in the moment. Another friend was diagnosed with breast cancer and, told, and was told that because the cancer had advanced, that the only treatment would be palliative, palliative. And she could have wallowed in her diagnosis, 
and become filled with despair and hopelessness. But she didn't. She chose to accept that this was her new normal and decided to make the most of her life as it was. She embraced life and started doing things that gave her joy. And she told me that she is at the best place she's ever been in her life, living each day to the full. And she is still here with us. Thank God. And we have a choice in how we respond to the adversities in life. We can choose to let them keep us down or we can choose to acknowledge them, accept them and pick ourselves back up. Life may be different, but we can still have a beautiful, meaningful life. In adversity, there is opportunity. However, you will only see it if you get curious and go and look for it. When we were in the midst of the pandemic, I remained optimistic. Rather than focusing on what was going wrong, um, I got curious about the opportunities that may arise going through it. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't walking around in rose tinted glasses. And but the reality of the, the, the months um that we had whilst we were sort of in the height of it ensured that. And there were moments when I remember my friend and I'm filled with sadness and I allow myself time to reminisce over the memories that I have, but I don't allow the sadness to consume me and take over. I mentioned earlier that my friend um, became a Christian. She, she developed her faith in God over the course of her illness. And before she started her first round of chemotherapy, we went shopping for wigs. Yes, she um, decided that she was going to prepare herself for when her hair fell out. And she wanted to buy a Bible. And by preparing herself in that way, um, it, it meant that when the time came for her hair to fall out, it didn't hit her as much as it could have. And I remember going to the hospital with her for her first chemo session and there was a woman there who had uh said that she she'd she'd got she'd got a scarf on her head but she said that she had had really long hair thick hair and she didn't think that it was going to drop out because her hair was so long and thick and healthy um and when it did start to drop out it, it really hit her badly um, and she said that you know she couldn't take her scarf off because she just didn't like how she looked. Anyway, she took her scarf off for us, and she looked really good because it, it suited her. She had a beautiful face, beautiful shaped head, um, and we told her that, and and that really helped to boost her. And we weren't just saying it for the sake of saying it. She did. It really suited her. Some people can really carry off that bald look, and she and she could. Anyway, I digress. So, um, as a Christian myself, I encouraged my friend to turn to God and to read the Bible to help with her feeling anxious and scared. And as her health deteriorated, her faith in God increased. So much so, she went from being scared about the prospect of having just a few months left to get to get to get to getting baptized the month after she was told that she only had a short time to live. And then, as I mentioned, 
um, just before she died, it was a week before, she told me that she felt at peace. And it was my faith that enabled me to feel at peace in the midst of all that, because that was just literally before we went into lockdown that she passed and then sort of going into lockdown. Um, it was my faith that got me through. And if you're a person of faith, when you're going through a loss, when you're grieving, when you're mourning someone, that's the time to put it, really put it into practice. Because the peace from it will carry you through. And if you're not a person of faith, then having other hope, drawing hope from other sources will help to give you that strength to carry on and having the support of others, people who you love and care about, people who you trust, who can support you through it. So when it comes to times of adversity, how we respond to it will determine how we get through it. And we need, we need to be realistic about the adversity while maintaining optimism and being hopeful. Um, and so to people who are mourning the loss of Queen Elizabeth, to her family, her loved ones, my thoughts are with you all.